Hey everyone, welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, the podcast where we talk about things in pop culture that people say matter, and we ask the question, but why though? Before we get started, we just want to remind you to head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash but why though PC if you want to support us more. And if not, your support is just loved on all of our social media, facebook.com slash but why though PC and on Twitter and Instagram at but why though PC. So get involved in the conversation and come talk with us. And we went ahead and redid our entire website. So head on over to butwhythopodcast.com and check it out. We also have a new writing team that we are developing, so we'll have more blogs and more news for you in this new year. Enjoy the show. Today's episode is all about what happened in 2017, our highlights, our favorites, our not favorites, and us. As always, I'm your host, Kate, and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. So to start things off, our introduction question, what was your favorite part of this holiday season? One, I'm only going to attribute to this as winter solstice the way I wrote it, but I guess my favorite part was not having to work. So far, we've had to travel that I didn't like. It was a lot of driving. It's kind of been cold, which I guess is cool, considering Austin the last few years has not dropped down to, like, maybe barely 40. And we've got snow twice. Yes, and we actually got snow for once. But, I mean, same as same old every year. Time off. Yes. (laughs) Um, For me, I'm just going to go ahead and say the food because there was great food everywhere. (laughs) My parents smoked a brisket for the very first time this year, and when we got back from visiting Matt's family, my mom had a nice giant bag of brisket ready for me to take home, um, as well as like another five dozen tamales. So it it was awesome. That, and our parents did really good on getting us some cool gifts. So that was awesome. I didn't mind the traveling. You didn't drive. I, yeah, that is right. I did not spend eight hours driving. I was just in the car. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, for me, it's just for me. It's always just hanging out with family. Uh, my parents and basically my whole like immediate family. We didn't buy any gifts this year. We just made stuff. So that was really different for us, and it turned out great. My parents made us some really cool furniture stuff that we actually need <laughs> so i was gonna say like, actually, i was gonna be like what your parents built furniture i was like yeah but your dad built that awesome bar <laughs> for your yeah, wedding yeah, like, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> and then my mom uh she got a a glass and etched let's get sith faced on a, a beer glass for me with a darth vader on it that's so, so cool both of the gifts are to get lots of uses this year are you allowed to my say that Dis- like a, disney might be coming for that glass <laughs> I'm not profiting out of it. And our dad made us uh, two end tables to put in our our theater area with like plugs and stuff on. That's it, really so. cool. And we just made Star Wars cookies for everybody. Like literally everybody got Star Wars cookies. Like we made a uh, Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, and Yoda cookies. Nice. That's what everyone got. So it was a very relaxing holiday <laughs> break for me. Does it feel weird eating Yoda cookies? Like just biting his head off? Nope. <laughs> no, it was great. Ate goat ear first, his ears first, and then get to his face. Oh, okay, that works. You forget you're talking to a Sith. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> hey, they're delicious. <laughs> okay, so as we go into the bulk of this episode, Matt will be leading us. Very, very weak on transitions for this episode. Well, what are we supposed to transition with? Don't know. <laughs> anyway, so this episode for the year in a review episode, basically we're just gonna I'm just gonna ask a bunch of questions, probably about I don't know until time runs out, and spit out a bunch of fun facts from 2017, either regarding us or world facts, I guess. But probably more us per se. Also, throughout the episode, we'll be adding in some of our guest answers and thanking them. So we'll just be. You'll get to hear, so if you hear a weird voice come on, and it's not one of us three, it wasn't just randomly, yes, we They were to, all somebody who was on the show yes. at some point this year, and we let, we thank them a lot, because they were awesome. And I will add a list of all the people, and where you can find them, in the show notes of this episode. But the first fun fact of 2017 was, but why the podcast started technically last year, on January 18, 2017, with the first episode of Tomb Raider. You guys remember that episode? Fun times? Yeah, that was a I long was, episode. Was, yeah, it was a long episode. <laughs> All of our episodes were long back then. Yeah. This is also true. <laughs> but yeah, so we made it, and now we're, we're doing episode 48, which is actually pretty interesting looking up that the average podcast lasts about two months and anywhere between seven and 15 episodes, and we made it to 48, guys. So we're above average? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so we did 48 main episodes this year out of a possible 52 weeks in a year. 50 if you count from where we started. So in reality, we only took one week off. I don't even remember what that week was. It was a week of Selena. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because everybody was everywhere. Yes. <laughs> you didn't know because we, we released Selena episode that week. So you may not have noticed. Including this episode, we, we released 80 total episodes so basically 32 bonus crossover reviews uh, additional parts two-part episodes for the year that includes two two-part episodes five crossovers nine movie slash show reviews four charity episodes four convention recaps seven bs corners two star wars specials one game review and r.i.p to bs corner which apparently made it 14 episodes before it died out all I know is that when I see the numbers out like that, we did a lot of work this year. Yes. Or last year. We did a lot of work last year. <laughs> um, additionally, which people may not know, which hopefully now that we've redone the website and stuff, we also released 26 blogs in 2017 for ButWhyThoughThePodcast.com. 14 were written by Kate, 7 by our cosplayer and friend of the show, Adopt a cosplayer, Quinn, and then five by everybody else who just contributed. Which, if you, this is a plug for Adrian's blog, if you listen to our Star Wars books episode and you want to get like a nice rundown of some of the, you know, the new stuff, make sure you go check out Adrian's. It's linked in those show notes, so go read that blog because it was really, really well done. That's it's slightly dated because of the, um, just the date it was done, but it's, it's still a pretty good start if you're looking to get into the books. And you don't want to listen to to the episode, so. Or you can read all the books, listen to the episode. There you go. Get started, and then go to the future. <laughs> hey, it's 2018, man. You do you. <laughs> new New year, new you. Uh, we also had 14 guest appearances, and technically five hosts. 
with our most recurring guest of Alex and Suara. Alex from what we talk about when we talk about podcast. And Game Boys podcast. And Game Point podcast. And Suara, you can say his last name because I... Suara Saleh. There we go. From Beltway Banthas. We also had two others with multiple appearances of JR. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say his last name either. JR Forceros. Yes. From, what is it, Don't Split Up? From Don't Split Up, as well as um, Storyman? the Storyman podcast, and a whole bunch. Of, he pretty much runs a podcast network, and he's awesome. He's the reason I got into podcasting. Yeah. So, And our good friend, Tim, or Adrian's good friend, Tim. Hey, Tim. He's about to start and his own podcast here pretty yes, soon. So. Yes, I thought so, so I didn't know if you had any information regarding that. Nah, he's being super like close to the chest with it, but it should be coming out soon um, with this new year. I think he says it's coming out uh, second week of January or so. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be sure to plug that and all that stuff so you can go if you if you enjoyed Tim for the episodes that he was on. I know we did. Uh, yeah. We'll keep that out for you guys. Um, so to break down some of our main episodes, all forty-eight of them, uh, I kind of uh, just remember when I do this little breakdown that some of these counted multiple times, just as like Spider-Man, I counted in comics, movies, and technically games since we talked about that on the podcast. And this is just kind of a broad overview. I'm not going to get too technical, but we had basically four sports episodes, including wrestling and esports, depending on how you feel about those two. Um, 18 movie episodes, nine gaming episodes. Uh, we also talked about Star Wars a lot, but we did have an entire crossover episode about all the Star Wars games. Um, 13 TV episodes, 13 comic episodes, and 14 anime episodes. 14. Uh, excuse me, four. I can't read. <laughs> Which apparently people want you guys to do more anime episodes. Yes, they do. I have received like three different requests for three different animes for us to do. So you can you can look for some more anime episodes this year. Um, our social media network of uh, and all that stuff that Kate has I don't know what a good word would be grown great yeah. greatly grown greatly. I was trying to come up with a great adjective, but apparently that failed. But um, for those of you that have not followed us on any of our social media networks, we can give you a breakdown of some of those stuff. Our Facebook page has 361 likes. Which actually means it's gone up 11 since I wrote these notes about a month ago. <laughs> Our Twitter page, but why though PC or at but why though PC has 157 followers, which also has grown up 53 followers from 1,004 when I wrote this about a month ago. And our awesome website, a but why though the podcast, has 175 subscribers or basically people who follow our blog, which has gone up four since I made this. Our Instagram, which apparently we have one of those, but have not actually used. Yeah, I plug it every week, but I kind of have abandoned that a little bit. It's hard to keep up with all of the social medias. <laughs> I don't like Instagram anymore, so Adrian, this falls on you. <laughs> I barely even use my own Instagram. <laughs> I know, so yeah. Adrian, Adrian posted like half of the Star Wars, like, uh, was it that, that Star Wars month or something? He made the yeah. day like seven. Then, no. It's and hard. then no one interacted, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep this to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I think I've had Instagram for like four years, and I've done like 110 posts. <laughs> but I won't try to do social media. I've stopped even writing comments on all my social. I just I just post the picture of the dog because I want the pretty filter, and then I save the picture. <laughs> That's about it. Well, our Instagram at this time has 227 followers. It actually had 230 when I made this. So we've lost three. Yes. Um, we actually <laughs> haven't posted anything since our Assassin's Creed episode, which is episode 37. 
and we're on 48. <laughs> At one point, we actually grew our Instagram follower in the year to basically 265-ish. We just suck at Instagram. Yeah. And I hate their algorithms, and I'm pretty much abandoning Instagram. But if you want us to use it, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough for a podcast or, like, anything that's based on the internet to do anything on Instagram because you can't post links there. Yeah. Right? And then you have to post pictures for everything. And sometimes you just don't need to post pictures. You just need to get information out. Exactly. So. Yeah. We do also have a YouTube channel for the very few of you that probably know that, which is also a mess, which we will hopefully, <laughs> within the next week or so, be fixing some of that up to look up, make it look pretty as our website. But we have 15 subscribers um, on our YouTube channel, there are apparently 21 wormhole videos, Dream, which I put out a lot of content in a good two months, and then life hit me, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> and But hopefully we get back to doing that some more this year. Remember that Selena episode? That's about the time everything died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accurate. <laughs> we have uh, 77 main side, or excuse me, 80, 80 main side review bonus episode videos. Basically, I just took the number that... uh. We have for actual stuff uploaded. <laughs> there's, a, there's a video for that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so if you like to listen to stuff on YouTube instead of downloading everything, you can listen to all our episodes there. We also have two Kate unboxing videos, which now you can talk about your upcoming 2018 unboxing. Yeah, so for my birthday, Matt got me a subscription to Geek Fuel. Um, and so essentially what I decided to do is I just started doing unboxings. And I have two up right now. We also have a number of various other videos that I was not going to take the time to count, considering how unorganized our YouTube is. Uh, basically, a mixture between teasers, streams, highlights. I don't even know, honestly, what's all on there. But we have you, content. If you want to go and check out our YouTube channel, you can listen to all our episodes, and uh, you can look at all our things. Because they're just there. We will be re overhauling <laughs> it to have more organization in the future. Yes. Soon. Yep. 2018 goals. So, now that we basically ran down all of our fun little podcast fact stuff, let's get into answering some questions, per se, about this year. And the first question we got for everybody is, what was your favorite podcast episode that we recorded and why? So, for me, um, I'm actually going to go ahead and just say our... Our Marvel Netflix episode and our World of Warcraft episodes because those are the only episodes that we recorded in the same room and it was really fun because there was alcohol involved. <laughs> you can't be saying that. No, they were great episodes. Yeah. They were really good episodes. We were also tipsy and we got to bond and have fun. Yeah, I was I was fairly lit up for uh, that World of Warcraft episode <laughs> and super hyped. So I, I enjoyed those a, a whole bunch. <laughs> I think it would have to be the WWE episode, even though it's not, you know, like a highly downloaded episode. I just had a lot of fun talking about WWE, and I think that's one of the episodes that, because a lot of the times for a lot of these episodes that we do, um, we're all pretty pop culture cultured, if that makes sense. So when we do episodes, it's not very often that, like, um, half of us don't know about something or, or something like that. So I felt like we got to teach Kate a lot about WWE when we had Tim on there. Uh, so I really enjoyed that one. Cause then I got to talk about, uh, you know, John Cena and Tim hates John Cena. So that was always, it's always, always fun giving Tim a hard time on the podcast. Poor Tim. I think we've done that every episode he's been on. Yeah, basically like better yeah, things. I, I don't know why he comes back. <laughs> Fun fact, our most downloaded podcast of the year episode was True Crime. Yeah. By a lot. 
Thank you, Brianna Brianna from Murder Dictionary. Yeah, don't be saying Kelly. She didn't come on that one. Kelly was on Shark Week, though. She was, and that is another highly downloaded episode. Great. <laughs> but my favorite one, actually, I want to say probably the two Assassin's Creed episodes because of the amount of research I was able to do and learn because I remembered how much I loved their actual lore and the backstories that they have in those games. And also, you two didn't play as many either, so I had to basically teach you. I believe that was episode 37 or 38 was Assassin's Creed, and then just the newly released uh, crossover with Jason from the Holy Star Wars podcast, where we talk about the entire background of the Itsu civilization. Why? Why do you do this? Why must you be like this? My name is Alex. I am one of the hosts of What We Talk About When We Talk About, a pop culture podcast, the assignment editor at Friday.com, and one of the co-hosts on Game Boy's podcast. I think, I, okay, so my first favorite moment from 2017 is one that probably is not for, for very many people, and because it's, it's a more personal one, which is I was at the Overlook Film Festival for the world premiere of the horror movie It Comes at Night, which is a film that I greatly enjoyed. I know that not everyone loved it, but I really liked it. And the fact that I got to be at the world premiere was really, really special. And so that was one of my absolute favorite moments. But on a broader, more relatable note, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, not just the game itself, but very specifically that moment of walking out of the resurrection chamber and seeing the Great Plateau and realizing the scope of this game that I just bought and that it was like it, it was brand new like it brought me back to my childhood to that sense of like wonder and exploration for those games and it was just really special uh, and i think that on that note in 2018 what i'm looking forward to most is uh more games on the switch uh black panther in february is going to be excellent um the solo movie in may like j- movies in general in 2018 it looks like it's going to be really really good and i'm very much looking forward to that um and i'm sure that there's going to be good video games too i just don't know what they are off the top of my head we're recording this very late so now that we had a good podcast one our next question would be more about us what were three fun facts about you in 2017 yeah so um i started this podcast by saying i was a phd student I am no longer a PhD student because uh, I just decided to. So that's one. The second one is I went into the tech industry um, at a pretty entry level job, and then I was able to land a job at one of the largest companies in the US at this moment that I will be starting pretty soon. And I will talk about it after I've gone through my orientation because it still doesn't feel real. Um, <laughs> And then my third one for myself is I was involved in two hashtags in the Star Wars community on Twitter. Um, I worked with a group of people to do star, uh, hashtag Star Wars is a girl thing too and hashtag uh, Star Wars rep matters. Um, so I was involved in getting those two things. And for Star Wars is a girl things too, we actually got Mark Hamill to be involved. And there's a video of me crying somewhere. <laughs> you also got that one trending, I believe. Yeah, that one was trending. Uh, so was Star Wars Rep, but uh, Star Wars as a Girl thing, too, is trending for about two weeks. Awesome. So, And we actually got um, Star Wars, like, people from Star Wars to retweet it and get involved with it as well. So that that's a pretty fun fact. It's a fun cool fact. thing. <laughs> um, so for me, um, if you do not know or weren't anywhere near our social media like september to october um i got married you did see the 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, y'all were there. Uh, for the love of my life, in a Star Wars-themed wedding. Had the 501st come. I had a bunch of family come. Some of my family dressed up. Uh, it was a good old time. Open bar. It was just a you know, small-ish back backyard wedding at my parents' house. My parents um, and my family helped, helped me out a lot, so it was a real fun time. Um, I started grad school. I will be done in July of this year, so very quick. I'm glad to be done with it because I hate school. I never want to go back to school again. Uh, and I went to the movies a lot this year. I think this is the – I went to the movies more uh, last year than I ever have. When I went through and counted, I went to 38 – like I saw 38 movies in the theaters that were like new releases. I've never seen that many movies in a theater I think before. I watched 38 movies this year. Yeah, yeah. We went to a lot of movies this year. A lot of that's really kind of just like Alamo Drafthouse giving us buy one, get one free movies to like everything. So we just went constantly. And we would have went to more in December, but just with like with traveling and family and stuff, we didn't get to go to as many movies. Because there were a lot of movies that came out in December that I really wanted to see that I didn't get to go see. So uh, hoping for 50 this year. So mine are probably not as exciting as your guys's, but mine are one. I've talked about Twitch on this podcast quite a bit, and I've been watching Twitch since probably about 2013. But 2017 was the first time I actually subbed to people, apparently. And I now currently sub to three different people. Of Terrence, who is also was a guest on our show from the eSports episode. Uh, thanks, Terrence, for coming on. Always fun. Hopefully we get to see him again this year. Uh, Kira, who's actually was not really a guest, but works with one of the charities that we had on the podcast of One Up on Cancer, and DJ Tech. So up to three people right now, after doing zero in the last four years. And I actually thought I was one of the people that would never sub to people, and then I realized I just want to sub to everybody, and I don't even know why, but it seems to be a thing. Take my money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My other fun fact was, I apparently, after however long it's been out, I made a Twitter this past year, in 2017. I welcome to the Twitterverse, which is also a terrible and a great thing. I don't haven't figured out whether it's more terrible or great at this point, but still. <laughs> I also have a massive 223 followers. Thank you all to my followers, even though you're probably like half of you are bots. But. <laughs> I would also want to take this moment to use my platform as a person with the most followers on this podcast and say, Matt and Adrian exist. Please go follow them. <laughs> We don't need me and you, Matt. Twenty eighteen, we're taking over. Yes, just me and you. you. We got this. I really think half of mine are bots. Whether they're actually computer bots or probably just go bots, people. But still, but no, I thank you all for your support and follows. Even though I don't know what that actually means per se, as support and follows, but still. And then my other random fun fact, which is actually probably a horrible thing, but has been taken care of, is apparently I had a. Apparently, I had a half-paid speeding ticket from 2013 that I did not know existed, and I found out in December, and apparently I had a warrant out for me since 2013, but nobody bothered to tell me this. And then when I went to ask what the hell about this, they're like, well, we've had this out, and we tried to notify you, and I told you, no, you haven't. And they're like, well, you can't. How have you been getting your driver's license? And I was like, I've renewed my driver's license between change of address and everything three times. And then I showed them all the documentation. And like, oh, yeah, apparently you fell through the cracks. But we'll just charge you a little bit of money that you still owe us. So I got all of it wiped off. But I am paid, and apparently now I am a law-abiding citizen that apparently did not know I was a felon for the last five years. Well, you're not a felon unless you're convicted of a felony. 
Well, apparently I had a warrant out for my <laughs> for me that was non-existent. <laughs> but all that's taken care of, and that was a random fun <laughs> so fact. So you were not listening to criminals. Mm, yes, <laughs> but also didn't know it existed. <laughs> DMV is a very terrible place. Yeah, you got some old man highlights, man. <laughs> I started a Twitter and I took care of a speeding ticket. <laughs> the only reason the speeding ticket's funny was because literally, apparently, it was I, from 2013 that I never knew I existed. I just want to know why Matt has like an accent when you do his voice. Because uh, I just thought of Abilene. That's <laughs> anyone I've ever met from Abilene other than Matt, that's how they talk. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Scarrett, a.k.a. Fourth Wall, a.k.a. Scooter, representing Do You Even Comic Book? And, of course, Wakanda for Life. You can check me out on the fourthwall.net. Uh, my favorite moment of 2017 was probably any number of the Marvel movies. They were all great. And, of course, finally dropping Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. I was super hyped. Love the movie. You can listen to it uh, on By Why Though Podcast in 2018. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the Black Panther. You already know Wakanda for life. Uh, and then, of course, Infinity War. You can't forget Infinity War. Uh, oh, and how could I forget in the uh, during the Christmas time, Miles Morales' Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to all those things. But that's all I got for right now. Peace out. Excuse me. What were your top two comic book movies of the year? Uh, So... It hasn't changed for me since last time, or since we last did a comic book movie and rank stuff. Uh, Logan and Thor. I and I guess it solidified for me with Logan because I kind of thought, well, it's such a well done film, but does that mean I'm actually going to enjoy watching it again? Um, and it's on HBO now, right now. Um, so I've watched it twice since I realized that it's up there, and it really freaking holds up. And that acting is probably the best I've seen all year, in all honesty, um, from uh, Patrick Stewart. Um, so that is a solid comic book movie favorite for me this year. But on top of that, when we're looking at more traditional comic book movies and something that I will put on and watch all the time, Thor Ragnarok, for sure. So those are my top two. Let's have it, Adrian. Uh, so for me, Logan is one of my favorite movies um of the year just like period yeah um definitely one of the best comic book movies and instead of going with thor i went with spider-man homecoming as my second favorite comic book movie of the year mainly because i felt it was more comic book movie if that makes sense then yeah uh, than Thor was because I loved Thor like we saw it multiple times in theaters I was going back through our tickets from Alamo <laughs> Draft House this year and we saw Thor like three times like in, in a week because it's just so funny but I think I liked it so much because it was like more of like a, a comedy than it was like you know me enjoying like comic book characters in it but it's definitely up there it's, it's one of my favorite movies too but if we had to pick two I, I would go with those nice mine will happen to be probably the same as Kate of Logan and Thor I enjoyed both of them People seem to be forgetting about Logan for some reason. We will not forget about Logan on this podcast. (laughs) But yes, those would be my two pretty much for the same reasons. Hi, my name's Ryan Kapiowski. I'm one of the co-hosts of Game Boys, the podcast on Goombastomp.com. For me, 
the number one like pop culture moment in 2017 was just all the like hype around the Nintendo Switch and that launching with a new Zelda game and seeing how that sort of like spread like a wildfire uh, through like my friends and people on the internet having tried it once immediately I know a bunch of people who went out and bought one for themselves because they just had so much fun playing it. Uh, looking forward into 2018, I think the thing I'm most looking forward to is uh, Infinity War uh, because it we've been building to this for so long ever since Iron Man and the Avengers. We finally get to see Thanos pretty much wrecking shop with everyone else um, and you have Spider-Man in there now. It just is everything that I wanted as a comic book fan and as you know a fan of these characters for so long. I can't wait to see this film in theaters because it's going to be excellent. So, since we got all these new comic book movies, who was your favorite new character character from a comic book movie this year? Um, and your worst. And our worst. Uh, so my worst is going to go ahead and be Aquaman because he says nothing but my man. And it was just so badly done. My man. And I wanted him to be my favorite. And it did not work out that way. Um, But best, I'm going to have to go ahead and say uh, Daphne Keene, X-23, Lauda in, in Logan. Like... I didn't. I hated the the concept of the toe blade for the entire <laughs> time that I have known of X twenty three or read or read X twenty three comics, and Daffy Kane made me love the toe blade. Like actually seeing it in action was great. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with her. She she was phenomenal. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, my worst comic book character of the year is ten out or twelve out of ten cyborg. Uh, from concepts of design to him doing literally nothing in the movie but exposition and tech stuff, fires his cannon once and gets the most unearned booyah I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he just doesn't really do anything, and then they screw him over by cutting out his backstory that you obviously see in the trailer that isn't in the movie, which is annoying. Um, And my best character of the comic book character of the year, I would go with, with Vulture. Just because Michael Keaton absolutely kills it. Like, finally, we get a villain in Marvel that's, like, legitimately scary and, like, well done. And I wish we would get more of him. Because before that. Yeah. Yeah. So relatable, memorable, I think is another big thing. Because, like, who was the villain in Thor 2? Or does anyone even really. Elf guy? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man 3's villain was wasted. Yeah, so, like, Vulture is just really, really good, and Michael Keaton kills it. Just give him anything with bird wings, and I think he just transforms into something something else. So, those are my two. Those are my best and my worst for, for the year for me. Nice. So, I was going to say uh, Vulture is definitely going to be up there, probably my 1A honorable mention, but I'm going to go with Steve Trevor from Wonder Woman, the only at this point. I actually enjoyed Chris Pine playing that role, and I'm still sad that that is the only role he's going to get in a comic book movie. And he's also the best DCEU character, and he goes out de- killing himself, knowing that he'll never have to be in one of those garbage fests again. <laughs> that is a that's a great analysis. 
Actually, I, I really actually liked his character and Chris no, Pine. No, Steve Trevor it. was actually really well done, and he was such, like, from the concept they did with Steve Trevor and bringing him, like, to be, yeah, it, it was a really well done character. <laughs> he was a great Lois Lane as Steve Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I should have said Lois Lane is my, my least favorite. Oh, yeah. can I go back? Can I go back and change it? I hate I, I Lois think, Lane. Yeah. We can go ahead and throw in some honorables. Uh, well, I, well uh, my worst character I was going to go with is I was actually decided because I couldn't decide between Cyborg with no backstory, Aquaman with basically yelling my man, Lois Lane, I couldn't figure out why she's in the movie. or Because uh, they couldn't do Martha again. Yeah. They even had Martha in the movie for more than I thought. And there was apparently... Just that whole movie thing. But there was a lot of wasted characters, unfortunately, this year, I thought. Because I'm not going to lie. We weren't going to... I wasn't going down the Star Wars route since I said comic book movies. But there was a lot of <laughs> wasted characters this year. But out of all that, just to change it up, my worst is probably going to be Ares. That's a terrible villain. Oh, that was a yeah. terrible villain. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of great new characters. A lot of bad new wasteful characters. But yes. Worst character, Superman's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Superman's underlip. Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm Justine. And we're the hosts of It's About Damn Crime. Hey. Hey. All right. So October 1st, 2017, a gunman opened fire on a crowd at the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival here in Nevada. That is not my most favorite memory of 2017. But what is my most favorite memory is how our community banded together afterwards and the hashtag Vegas Strong popped up and it's been such an amazing thing to see our hometown rally together and make something amazing happen out of this horrible event. Yeah. It happened immediately right after too. Everybody lined up at the don- at the donation uh, yeah. centers and Yeah, and it was just it was incredible to see. Um for 2018, what are you looking forward to in 2018? I'm looking forward to more downloads. Go subscribe to us. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so my favorite pop culture moment mm-hmm. in 2017 mm-hmm. was the hashtag Me Too. Oh, that dude. Take down the fucking oh. perverts, dude. Take them fucking down. Wipe it's them ta- out. It started with one person, then mm-hmm. it fucking snowballed, and it's mm-hmm. still happening. Yeah. Which is insane. And uh, I'm glad people are having a voice and yeah. speaking out. You Shout know. it out loud and proud. Yeah. I agree. Um, what I'm looking forward to in 2018 is to expand our listener base mm-hmm. and... Uh, to fucking travel, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, can I cuss? I'm not sure. About oh, we don't know. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we also look forward to hearing more from But Why Though. Yeah. All right. Love you, Kate. Love you, Kate. <laughs> and love you, But Why Though. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So moving on from all the Justice League hate that we have at this podcast. Well, uh, what were your top two movies of 2017 that you saw in the theaters? And what was your worst one? So I didn't see nearly as many movies as I wanted to in the theaters because it's really expensive and we built new PCs and things and so I didn't have the money to go see things like I wanted to. Um, But the top ones that I've seen in theaters, Logan, easily, and Logan and Coco. Like I, I would say solidly those are probably the best ones that I've seen. Um, mostly because both of them left me an emotional wreck, um, leaving that, those movies, uh, 
Coco specifically, because like Matt, like once they started playing um, um, Remember Me in Spanish, like I was just sitting there and then I just started crying more and Matt like put his arm around me. I was like, it's okay. Don't be cry. <laughs> um, so yeah, th- those were just, they were movies where I, I was able to feel something in a very public setting, which sometimes like when you go to a movie, you don't really have those same emotions as if you're watching it at home. Um, so yeah, those two movies, hands down. Logan and Coco. Uh, for me, the best, so I excluded comic book movies just because I've seen so many. And even doing this, like, it's really hard for me to pick the top two because there were a lot of movies this year that I did see that I really liked. So I just went with the ones that I was most um, surprised by. Uh, Baby Driver is a movie that I didn't, like, I wanted, like, the Draft House showed it so much, so many times in the trailer. I wasn't, I didn't know if I was going to be excited to go see it. But I went to go watch it by myself because to find it, want to go after seeing the trailer so many times, and then I immediately took her in to go see it. It's such just a well done movie, uh, visually, musically, um, story wise, that I really, really enjoyed it so much that we went to go see it a few times in the theaters. And then Get Out blew me away too because I'm not a, I don't know if it's like, it's horror. It, it's, it's horror. It's horror. Um, I didn't know if I was gonna like it or not going into it, but I was blown away by that one too. So. I think Baby Driver and Get Out are two of the ones that I went in with not like low expectations, but not really like super excited. But I walked out super pleased with what I saw. Um, a lot of movies came out this year that I was like stoked to go see, and I walked out excited. Things like Coco and and things like that. But those are the two that I was least excited about and came out probably more excited. Um, worst for me, there actually weren't a whole lot of movies that I walked out unhappy with. Um, but two that I did kind of walk out unhappy with was definitely Justice League, and you've heard why multiple times in our podcast. <laughs> and then Alien Covenant really disappointed me, too. Uh, so much so that I forgot that I had seen it this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't do anything that's set up by Prometheus and Ridley Scott. Like, stop, bro. Like, just let it die. Just let it go. Just stop <laughs> doing it, please. Like, even the actors in that movie can't save it from, like, its stupid story plot and me walking out with more questions than answers uh, in a sequel. Like, it's just stupid. So, those are my that those are my worst. And I also realized that I just skipped over. I just went directly to worst. But I just really wanted yeah. to talk about how Alien Covenant You're was fine. trash. That's fine. I'll jump in and say, yeah, my worst is solidly Justice League. I really, if we if we were not on this podcast, we I would not have spent money on that movie. Um, yeah, I don't that's think. fair. Or at least not like the twelve dollar movie ticket. Like, I probably would have rented it. But um, and then a uh, Geostorm. Don't you hate on my Geostorm? I didn't want to see, but then I wanted to see really bad because Matt worked me up into it by w- us watching uh, disaster movies on Netflix. And then I saw it, and we went to like a regular movie theater instead of the Draft House, expecting that it would be cheaper. It wasn't. Nope. Um, so yeah, Geostorm, and it was just no, just yeah, Geostorm and Justice League. Which, in all honesty, and I apologize. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything anymore. What are you gonna say? I was just gonna say, if you want me to be completely honest, the CGI in Geostorm looked better than the CGI in Justice League. So. That's not hard. They CGI. <laughs> okay. uh, but for my two favorite movies or things, I'm gonna go with probably Logan. But for my other one, I'm actually probably going to go with The Shape of Water that we just saw. Oh, shit. How did I not mention The Shape of Water? Because I think I kept. I don't know. I, I I did not expect Matt to mention Shape of Water and Kate not to. So this is 
This is big. This is big, so, guys. So, the reason I'm going to go with this, for one, it's a really well done movie. And two, it's probably something that's completely different than all the stuff that I've had to see for the last year and a half. I didn't have to download DLC. I didn't have to read three comic books to understand stuff. I didn't have every single character was comic relief. And I'm not going to lie, as they call it, the, uh, what do they call it, the suspect or the, um... The, aspe- the asset? The asset in that movie is so phenomenally well done. And he looks awesome. Can I put him in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> Can I get an alien or some type no, of that? No, you know what we need? We need, we need Guillermo del Toro to direct a Star Wars movie that is just about aliens in the galaxy. No, he should do... Um, that would be so he, great. I, I, like the um, the Star Wars thirteen thirteen game that's supposed to come out that was yeah. like in like the slums of like Coruscant. Like let him do that kind of like dystopian just yeah everything is bad. The water. No no hope. No one saying hope seven times in the movie. Like that's what I want to see with him doing it. That and like he's he is solidly the best creature designer out there right now. If like hey, in all honesty, don't be hijacking my top movie. Top. Well, it, can we go into like our overall top movies? That was our overall top movies. No, for, oh, that for was the... our top movies that we saw in theaters. Okay, These well that's fine. Well, let me we finish saw. what I'm saying. Hurry up. <laughs> well, anyways, but I really enjoyed it because it was different. As I said, and I didn't have Adrian said I didn't have hope seventeen million times said I didn't have so many comic relief, so many unnecessary subplots. There was only one time in the movie where I was like, this might have been a little unnecessary. Maybe two. But it wasn't like a whole 45 minutes of waste. And my worst movie is obviously Justice League at this point, And it's not even close. One, because we didn't see as many movies as Adrian. And two, it was just so poorly done. Are you going to throw Geostorm into your worst? No, I'm not going to throw <laughs> Geostorm into my worst. One, should we have paid to go see that? Probably not. But two, I love those type of movies. And I know they're <laughs> awful. But that's what I love about it. Even though it wasn't my favorite disaster movie because they did with the conspiracy thing, and I don't like that. I like when nature just says, world, you're going to die. <laughs> I really you're... feel like Matt should narrate a trailer for, yeah. for a disaster movie. Just just be glad that you're, you're two of the people who contributed to that massive $208 million box God. office. On a hundred twenty million dollar budget, so you know, you know what's funny, by the way, it made two hundred two million, but Fate and the Furious only made two hundred twenty five domestically. Hey man, China. What the Japan numbers at? <laughs> we will get into the we will get to the main numbers of some of these movies, which are actually very interesting to look at at the very end. Hey guys, this is Suarez Beltway Banthas, the Star Wars and Politics podcast. Thank you so much for asking me for my contribution. My favorite pop culture phenomenon this year, as you might imagine, is Star Wars The Last Jedi. This film broke so many different conventions in filmmaking, in storytelling, in Star Wars mythology, and I absolutely loved it. I understand that it was divisive and that people have certain criticisms of it. You know, some of these criticisms I genuinely accept, such as from your show, talking about the Poe Holdo dynamic. I think that definitely could have been done better, but still, I think it did a lot of really great things. Continuing Ray's journey, seeing the conclude the spoiler alert, the conclusion of Luke's journey, and I really love this film. It's probably in my top three Star Wars films of all time, and maybe top films of all time. So yeah, that's what I really loved, and what I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to uh, my other fandom, DC TV or DC Comics TV. 
continuing in 2018. I love The Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. I'm not going to talk about that other show that they've had for a while, which I don't watch and don't like, but I am also looking forward to the Black Lightning show that's going to be debuting relatively soon. Um, Yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to in that space. And in terms of TV generally, actually, there are a lot of really good shows. But yeah, still DC TV is my number one, and I can't wait to see what else they have. All right. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year. Moving on to the next part, uh, what was your top two movies you saw in 2017? If they are any different, if not, just roll through it. Okay, yeah, so Shape of Water and, and Get Out. Um, and I didn't expect it. Um, I mean, I expected something great from, from Guillermo, but at the end of the day, like, he gave me a modern fairy tale that I want, like, I want to read that novel. I want, like, I want that to become a fairy tale for people to read. And it just, it, it's so freaking well done. Um, and he's amazing. And then Get Out, just nobody expected Jordan Peele to come in with his amazing comedic background and just knock out, like, intense, emotional, social commentary, horror, like, making you uncomfortable in your seat. And I love it, and I love those two movies, and if you haven't seen them, go watch them. Okay. By the way, the score of, this, of The Shape of Water is by far my best, the best score I heard all year. And that's including the Star Wars movie. I really love that score. Adrian, what do you got for us? Um, so the so like since I went to go see so many movies in theaters, we didn't really see very many movies at all at home. I think we watched like four or five in December because we went back and like watched movies that we hadn't seen before. Um, so these aren't like my favorite movies of 2017, but these are just the favorite ones that I watched at home, basically. Um. I went with Okaja, the Netflix movie. Super cute. Uh, Bring tissue. It's very sad. But it's just like a really, really well done, kind of like lower budget. Like I, This is like the first time where I saw a Netflix movie that I was like, damn, like that, I would have liked to see that in theater. Like That's how good that was. And then we saw Detroit recently, like a couple weeks ago. And that one we, we just kind of missed in theaters because we didn't know if we were, it was for us. But the story is is obviously like a real story but like the characters in it are great um i don't know the actor's name what's the actor's name the he's like he plays like the main villain in it he's like in he plays like dorky kids all the time when i'm seeing i'm seeing i'm seeing we are the millers he plays someone that you just want to punch right in the dick so well and it really like blew me away so um my two top movies i saw in 2017 Considering I don't really watch that many movies, I'm trying to think, did we even? Did I even watch any movies? No, was, you didn't. <laughs> I was like, so I might have to go with my theater movies for no, a short answer. No, the answer. only movie that we watched was um, that Tom Cruise movie from Am- on Amazon and Escape from New York, and oh, I watched Die Hard by myself. But yeah, those are like the only movies we watched at home. So I probably have to go with my top two. Oh, comic- and the animated ones. I'll probably have to go with my top two movies I saw in theaters for right now, only because they were probably the only movies I really watched. There probably are a few others, but they're definitely not memorable, at least for this question. And, well, honorable mention, I guess, even though it's not probably one of my top two movies, is the Belko Experiment. I actually really enjoyed that movie for some reason, and not because I don't think the movie was good. I think I start running numbers of how many people I could possibly save at the end, given different set of rules and possibility of people playing. 
Yeah. So I really didn't care about. Which is why I told you to watch the movie, because I knew your head was going to go into overdrive. And so to get our little quickly, get our worst ones in, it's still Justice League. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I just don't watch that many movies. <laughs> um, so for me, I don't think there were a whole bunch of movies that I wouldn't have wanted to watch except uh, during Halloween I did uh, 31 days of horror and I watched three movies three horror movies a day for 31 days um, and I hate the bye bye man that is a terrible movie which sucks because the actual creature design it's Doug Jones who does um, who's in shape of water is the asset um, and Abe Sapien you know he's al- he's always the awesome creature person the creature design was actually really good but you only see him at the end. Um, and it's just a bad movie. It's terrible. And I hope it kills that whole Slenderman crap because it's... Uh. Um, and then I would have to say I finally watched the Cabin, uh, the Cabin Fever remake from 2015. And it's shot for shot dialogue exactly the same as Eli Roth's Cabin Fever. And that movie is horrible. So those two movies are my worst that I had to, that I made myself watch in 2017. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, I went with <clears throat> uh, I went with uh, movies that I saw at home for this question. Um, as much as it like it pains me to say, Transformers: The Last Night is terrible. It <laughs> is really bad. It, it's really bad, and I'm glad I waited until the end of the year to see it, and I didn't pay money to see it, because it's two and a half hours of just painstakingly bad dialogue, story decisions, and giant, giant, you know, Transformer dragons can't save it from, like, how bad of a movie it is. Um, and then I went with Atomic Blonde as my other one, because we stopped watching it. Like, that's, like, the only movie this year that I just... I, I, I made it through... The last night, but I stopped watching Atomic Blonde because the plot is just so boring. <laughs> Nothing happens in the first hour. Like it tries to be John Wick and it just doesn't work. Um, yeah, not not a good movie. Save save your money. Don't ever watch that one. <laughs> oh, we watched John Wick too. Yeah, that was probably up there. Yeah, oh, yeah, John Wick's up there in my top ten this year. culture in 2017 was war for the planet of the apes definitely at me and what i'm most looking forward to in 2018 is to see whatever taika waititi is doing next because oh my god he's the best now that you've seen thor go watch hunt for the wilder people best movie ever came out last year go watch it um so moving on to basically from the movies what was your favorite tv show or series this year that you liked or and then any newly introduced ones that you thought was the best um so i would say my favorite tv show series i'm gonna go ahead and say stranger things because i didn't jump on the stranger things bandwagon um adrian was pushing me to watch that first season when it came out really hard um which I should just take Adrian's like word that if I'm gonna like something, I'm gonna like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think point. I know you pretty well. <laughs> it's fifty fifty for Matt. Yeah, <laughs> I like him putting Shape of Water is one of his favorite movies because I did not think he was gonna like it that much. So uh, my favorite show, TV series, yeah, Stranger Things. I watched all of from season one to two. 
um, all back to back during my 31 days of horror. Um, and I hate watching children in roles, but these kids, man, they, 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 they pull you in and they make you love them. And it, so well done. Like those little actors are going to be phenomenal actors. Like I expect them to do really great things when they're adults. Um, and honorable mention is uh, newly introduced. I guess this could have gone in the same thing, but Troll Hunters is probably my favorite animated series, Western animated series ever. Um, that's also by Guillermo del Toro, um, and it's so good. Um, I mean, the storytelling, fantasy world. Um, really sad about Anton Yelkin. But, yeah, Troll Hunters is a phenomenal TV show. Hands down. <laughs> uh, for me, my favorite, I guess, like, continuing show of the year is Game of Thrones. Um, last season was phenomenal. Some of, like, the best TV I think I've watched uh, ever. And for me, something that like, I just, I didn't, caught on, I, that, something that I caught on late to was Westworld. Um, having never... Uh, read the book or seen like the old movie or anything like that. I really enjoyed Westworld and I can't wait another year to, like for it to come out. Like stop, stop making me wait so long for for these shows. God damn it, just give them to me now. Yeah, consequently for both of these shows, I'm gonna have to wait until next year to get more of them, which kind of sucks. So <laughs> next next go around when we do this again next year, I'll I, I'll have different answers. Obviously. <laughs> um. Mine are actually two shows that are basically kind of both we knew we introduced, obviously to me, <laughs> and not per se, but I'm going to go with Superstore, because probably the only show that I watch that's concur- that I watch, I guess, as the season's going, even though you're making me mad because you keep skipping weeks, <laughs> and BoJack Horseman. Oh, yeah. I loved BoJack Those Horseman. Are both really good I choices. resisted watching it for the first few seasons, and then I finally gave in, and now I just want season five, like, super bad. Nothing on the inside, nothing on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> but those would be my two. Uh, I guess they're both we newly introduced to me, but that would definitely be my two. Because yeah. even BoJack, the last season of BoJack Horseman, is actually really good. And it's so funny that you choose them, too, because they're both completely opposite comedy types. Like, Superstore is, like, really upfront comedy. And then BoJack is just completely dark and depressing comedy. I'm a big fan of BoJack Horseman. I don't like Superstore all that much. I think just because I only ever catch bits and pieces when the fine's watching it. But BoJack Horseman is is solid. Yeah. So moving on from the good to semi-bad, pretty much. What, what movie or TV show was your biggest disappointment for you this year? TV show. Okay, like, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I watch a crap ton. Like, I binge, like, almost every TV show that I can get my hands on, especially if it's on Netflix. Um, I don't really have an answer for that because I haven't really had a TV show that was, like, a letdown, if that makes sense. So none of them had a bad season either? I may have blocked it from my mind. Have I raged about something? I don't know. Stop burping! You gave me tacos. This happened. Anyways. Uh. What is your favorite worst TV show if you don't have one or movie then? Biggest disappointing movie. Yeah, my biggest disappointing movie is... Uh, I can get a lot of shit for this, but I've been getting shit on Twitter anyway. I was really disappointed by The Last Jedi. And maybe not so much the movie, but the conversation around it. And that's it. <laughs> I don't really... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, 
was for a me, moment. Uh, I think just because we're not going to like outwardly talk about like the worst TV show that I've seen this year, uh, I'm gonna go with Wisdom of the Crowd on CBS, and you've never heard of it because it's absolutely terrible. And quick story about why I think this show is terrible. So when we were, when me and my buddies were in Vegas the week before our wedding um, for like our little bachelor party, we were walking down the strip and some guy was like, hey, you want to come test pilot this TV show? And we were like, hey, we don't have anything to do for 45 minutes. Let's go and watch it. And it was terrible. And we ripped this movie apart when we watched the pilot. And I'm, I don't know how this movie got approved because it is a bad, like, CSI kind of like overly tech jargon kind of show and it is terrible and if it gets renewed for a second season I don't know what CBS is doing like CBS is in trouble if this gets renewed um, and for movie because we've already talked about worse movies but biggest disappointment for me uh, Probs Last Jedi as well just because this is a movie that I wanted more from and I didn't get it so I think biggest disappointment because I walked in very, very, very hype yeah. and then walked out not as hype. So in terms of disappointment, not that I, I think it's a terrible movie, obviously, but dis- it was disappointing in the fact that I wasn't as hype when I walked out. Like I was more Same. hype walking out of other movies this year. Oh, I do have a worse TV show. Like uh, I actually am might be one of the only people who don't like Mindhunters. I couldn't get past the first two episodes and it's a true crime thing and it's supposed to tell me all about, you know, how, you know, the behavioral analysis got started with serial killers, which I love. I, I love those things. All those things sound like things I should love. Um, and I just, I couldn't get, I couldn't get into it. I tried really hard. I felt like a bad true crime person, but I, yeah. There we go. That's my answer. <laughs> I tried. I wanted to. Oh, I was going to say that Wisdom of the Crowd is canceled and will not be coming back, which is a good thing. That show sucks. <laughs> um, I didn't really watch a lot of TV shows that disappointed me this year, only because I didn't really watch that many at all, and I'm very selective. As far as movies, as far as disappointment movie I was really excited for, but let me down, I'm going to go with the second Kingsman movie. Huh. I actually really, I was really excited. I loved the first one, but when I walked out, it like wasn't bad, but I was just like, I didn't really like this that much. Very disappointing. And the whole, we're going to sell Channing Tatum, and he's going to basically do the same thing in G.I. Joe 2, was another one of those, like, Channing Tatum, go away. I don't believe you're in any movie. You're just a trailer at this point. <laughs> Poor Channing Tatum. <laughs> hey, it's Lainey, host of the True Crime Fan Club podcast, and the We're All Just Pretending podcast. My favorite pop culture moment of 2017 was the release of Wonder Woman. It was one of the films that was directed by a woman and one of the top grossing films. And that really made me proud as a woman who advocates for women's rights. I thought it was awesome. So in 2018, I hope to see more progress just like this. Um, moving on to the next thing. What do you think was the most overrated movie or TV show this year? That people made some people told you this is the greatest thing you need to watch, or they had a lot of hype, and then Mindhunters. <laughs> <laughs> Mindhunters is the almost overrated TV show. Justice League. <laughs> like, and when I say overrated, like I'm not talking about like fan, like the way the critics ripped it apart 
and then gave it 9 out of 10s, I will never understand. It was 7 out of 10. Get it right. Oh, no, it was 8. There were some 8s and 9s yes. that I saw. Um, yeah, I would say Justice League was probably the most overrated. Um, like, when it comes to critic reception. But, like, Mindhunter, Hunter's a solid, like, yeah. No, I'm not going to watch that. I was excited, but no. I'm actually really bothered by this now. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going to go with Defenders as being overrated. Uh, you know, it's not like people aren't saying it's like the best, but I think it's more highly rated than it should be in terms of TV shows based on like what the individual TV shows, with the exception of um, Iron Fist, obviously, do. Like, you expect you expect those to go in together really well. And it was overhyped, and it let me down really hard. Um, and I guess movie, I guess I just got to go with Atomic Bond because everyone told me that it was really great. Um, and, yeah, everyone, everyone told me it was great. I was like, this is, you know, the new John Wick, and it was just terrible. Um, so very, very overrated, in my opinion. Yeah. So mine, I'm actually going to have to possibly agree with Adrian for TV shows. I didn't know whether to put it in disappointments or overrated of Defenders because I did like, kind of like when it picks up, and I love the way uh, Charlie Cox and played Daredevil in that show, but the rest of the show is kind of, eh, and all these side characters are basically just written off as useless. So at this point. Yeah, and as far as most overrated movie to me would probably be either The Last Jedi because some people still love this movie, or probably, I think, almost Wonder Woman, because I just, for all the hype yeah. and praise that they give this movie, yeah, I still think it's probably maybe fair. an actual 7 out of 10. <laughs> no, fair. I, I think that's a really, I, yeah, I can't believe I didn't pull that one out. Yeah, no, that's, that is definitely an overrated movie. Like, I don't we, think. We've talked about why. Like, yeah, I just think it's definitely very yeah. overrated when I see people like part of thing. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tim, aka ATC Tommy, aka the Light Skin Kanye, and I'm from the I don't know what to call this yet podcast. That's not the name. I just don't know what to call it yet. But you might have heard me from two previous episodes of the Why Though. I was on the Why NBA Matters podcast, and I was on the Why Professional Wrestling Matters podcast. Now, as far as 2017 goes, there's one moment that sticks out to me. Is that the Golden Gloves? Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, is on stage accepting his award for Atlanta, which is a fantastic show. And while he's accepting during his speech, he shouts out the young, brash, up-and-coming hip-hop group known as the Migos. Now, hip-hop and award shows don't really mesh well, especially at award shows such as the Golden Globes, the Oscars, even the Grammys. So the fact that he went on stage and gave light to these young men, I feel like was a defining hip-hop moment. It was reminiscent of, like, when 3-6 Mafia got the Oscar. It's crazy. Migos blew up after that, became the hottest act, hip-hop anyways, 2017, and I feel like it stems from that one moment. As far as 2018 goes, there's two things I'm looking forward to. Number one, I'm going to be your dad, so there's that. <laughs> Number two, has to be Infinity War. You already know. It's been 10 years building, been waiting for this. I'm all in. So moving on to the next thing, what was the most underrated movie stuff you had? Um, so for most underrated TV show, I'm going to have to say Superstore, because it is 100% comedy gold, and I don't see people talking about it 
and it bugs me because I actually think they have ratings and America Ferreira was like she is leading this cast and it's great and it's pretty much like the best comedy on that network and still nobody seems to talk about it and so that kind of bugs me and then um especially people who are always like I'm looking for new diverse stuff watch freaking Superstore it's there watch it go watch Superstore that's your homework after listening to this podcast and for um underrated movie just come back to me I can't just come back to you. Come back This to is me. a one-time Baby, shot. Baby, come back! Adrian, we'll see what you got. Uh, so for me, my most underrated show, and I don't know if this is underrated because like, I look at like reviews and stuff, and everyone loves Big Mouth but on Netflix, but I don't hear anybody talking about it. I feel like, like it's a Superstore, any- honestly, like what Kate was saying. Yeah, like I don't hear anyone talking about Big Mouth, but people who do watch it really like it. And for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's a animated show on Netflix, and it has you know Nick Kroll, uh, Andrew Goldberg, J- was it Jennifer Fleckett, and you know, and it's basically like a bunch of comedians doing a, a, a like an adult sitcom, but they're not really adults. They're like middle schoolers going through puberty, and it just hits like all I think all the right notes, like. All the guy stuff is super relatable. Stefani told me all the girl stuff is super relatable. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that experience, but it's just it's just done really well, and it's like super self aware of itself, which is super, which is great. I think it's very clever, and I think p- people who haven't seen it need to go watch it. And I think you'd like it a lot. And my biggest underrated movie of the year is definitely Bright. When you talk about like the critic scores and all of this garbage that surrounded it, and then it turned out to be like a very okay movie, like world builds really well like will smith is good in it the um the costume designs are really great like i didn't know half those characters were actually orcs and then i, I looked up the imdb of the actors and i was like oh that's uh that's the guy from uh, orange is the new black he's in that <laughs> uh so i think that's definitely su- it's super underrated compared to what people or what critics are saying about it for sure oh yeah i got my movie you know yes oh my my honorable mention black coat's daughter because I solidly think it's one of the best horror movies that's been done in the past maybe five years. Um, and it's not making anybody's list for the most part. People kind of forgetting about it. And um, there's not a lot of marketing. There wasn't a lot of marketing for it. And it, it just really frustrates me as a horror fan because there are people complaining that we're not getting different or well done stories and stuff like that because of like the because of James Wan and like the big budget horror um but yeah Black Coat's Daughter is probably one of the most underrated movies for me this year I also watched a lot of horror by the way guys that was my new year's resolution and I did it so <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't tell <laughs> um mine are probably going to be definitely off the wall a little bit but as far as movie goes I'm going to go with a movie called uh, I believe it's called Alien Arrival or it's also called Arrowhead, I think is the other correct term. In Australia? Yes. And it's an Australian movie. I believe it's on it's on Netflix. It is not the greatest movie in the world. And there probably not, doesn't seem like a lot's going on. But I found it fascinating. And it has the best ever friend you could ever get. Um, I don't know if it's actually... It's probably worth one watch. Definitely not probably two. But <laughs> I was surprised that I actually liked it and enjoyed it. Maybe it was just a little friend. But... As far as TV show, I'm going to go with this uh, anime that I think just released, and it's called, like, uh, Ajin, 
I believe. Oh, yeah. Ah, Jean. And I still have no idea half of what's going on, it seems like, because they definitely went crazy in season two. But I really enjoyed it. It's a Netflix anime. Yeah, it's a Netflix anime. Netflix original anime. I believe it's called a Jean or Ah, Jean. Yeah. Damn, Matt just throwing out those answers I did not expect. I know. What is this? <laughs> anime. New, new year. Shape new of year. Water? New Matt. What is this? <laughs> new Matt. Who dis? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Terrence Miller, uh, GFE Terrence M on Twitter and Terrence MHS on Twitch. I was on the Esports Matters episode. My favorite moment of 2017 would have to be a. Uh, Doing well at DreamHack Austin, being able to uh, have a repeat performance of the tournament that made me popular, I guess, in Hearthstone. And the thing I'm looking most forward to in 2018 is seeing a lot more structure to just competitive gaming in general. Uh, Hearthstone stepping it up, there's like Overwatch League, uh, League of Legends is franchising, so a lot of exciting stuff happening in esports next year. So what's the best, most fun thing you did in 2017, including Adrian's wedding, if you happen to have something else? We know that was the best part of your life. Well, at least I'd hope it would be. That'd be awkward if it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best, most fun thing that I did or that happened to you. The best thing that I did this year was decide to make this podcast. Um, The best thing that I did in 2017 was decide to make it. Yeah, I was kind of scared, and it was like my first step out of being an academic. That that, that was my best thing, and the most fun thing. Aww. Yeah, Aww. I, lo- I love you guys. Aww. What you got for us, Adrian? Um, I can't exclude the wedding, obviously. <laughs> like, what would be your second best me. thing? Uh, the second best thing is definitely, I would say helping stefani do her first cosplay ever um just like the months leading up to it and then being at the convention and having everyone take pictures of her Widowmaker and things like that that was super super fun like start to finish um that'd probably be my number two awesome i'm trying to think i lost my thoughts sorry i zoned out for a second <laughs> um as far as for me um being on the podcast would probably be up there. I think going to a lot of the conventions we went to, because we definitely got to go to a new to a lot of the new ones that we hadn't been to in the years past. Even up to this point, we didn't make it to TwitchCon this year. But yeah. I think that was definitely probably up there. Yeah. yeah. Then it's not really our fault. Twitch, thanks for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you moved it to a crappy city and did horrible ticket release. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Hey everyone, it's JR Foresteros from the Storymen Podcast. Uh, I was on the But Why Horror Matters episode uh, way back at the beginning of 2017. And my favorite pop culture thing from 2017 was definitely Tom King's run on Batman. Uh, If you hadn't heard, he got engaged to Selena Kyle, which I'll admit I was very skeptical about. But after she faced off against Talia al Ghul for the right to marry Batman, uh, Superman and Batman went on a double date with Lois and Selina Kyle, and it was phenomenal. Uh, the last two issues, 36 and 37, featured that. They're some of the best Batman-Superman comics I've ever read. One of my favorite Batman stories ever. I never thought I would actually enjoy Batman being engaged, but it's fantastic. 
As far as 2018, the thing that I'm most looking forward to is unquestionably Pacific Rim Uprising. Huge fan of the first one. Can't wait to see what to do with the next one. Uh, you can check out all my stuff at NorvalRogers.com, including my Storyman podcast and all the blogging I do there. And also check out my book, Empathy for the Devil, which just came out uh, in November. You can find that at EmpathyForTheDevil.com or pretty much wherever books are sold. Thanks again to But Why Though, and thank you for listening. So, moving on, what was your best or favorite game that you played in 2017? I actually think for the Friday the 13th video game I is... I knew you were going to pick yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's... That's my favorite game. That's the favorite game that I have played in in 2017 because it really lets you feel like you're Jason stalking people and you get to it uses horror movie tropes as your powers and you get to pick different Jasons from different movies and those different like one Jason can run, one Jason can swim. Like you have to think about it and then everybody else um, when you're not the Jason, you have to be the camp counselors running from him. So it takes a lot of strategy. Um, the release of the game was really off because finding lobbies is really hard. And so I haven't been able to play it past that. But it was definitely the most fun I've had playing a game in a really, really long time. And it just merged my love of gaming and video games. And, like, just it was awesome. So, yeah. What you got for us, Adrian? Uh, for, for me, I actually didn't play a whole lot of new video games this year. I kind of just kept playing, I either kept playing the old stuff that I played or I just didn't really play anything at all. So this year I definitely want to play more video games. But I think, um, if I look back on like old stuff that I gave a chance this year, Matt, the Mass Effect series was great. Um, and in terms of new games, I really like the new Battlefront game in terms of its campaign that they finally gave us. So you paid for a lot uh, of new stuff. Actually, I did like. Actually, w- once they took away the, like the whole pay-to-play thing, like it, the games are like a lot better, um, and it feels like an actual progression-based game, and it's super pretty on my big screen. So I think that's why I'm a little biased too, because it's super pretty. Uh, sounds really great. Um, so I think I just had to go with those for yeah. for the last year. Yeah. So I basically the same way. I didn't play a lot of like I guess per se new games, but I definitely played a lot of old games. But as far as new games, I think I'm gonna have to go with Assassin's Creed Origin. I still have not finished it, but what they've done between you talk about looking at something that's pretty, the way they did all of Egypt in that game looks phenomenal, and it's actually a lot of fun. And the story is definitely very interesting. Um, I did play a lot of games, but basically it's other games that I've played before. Yeah. <laughs> Um, moving on to basically more of a another one. Uh, who, what, when do you think is the biggest loser and winner of 2017? Uh, and you can take this however you would like. Yeah. Um, so I actually think I won in 2017 personally. Um, the world is absolutely terrible, but my, I am at a minimum 50 times happier in my life than I was at, at than I was uh, in 2016. Uh, I made a lot of choices that scared the crap out of me, but once I went through with them, I am so happy. And um, I'm going to say the world is the biggest loser of 2017 because it's an absolute garbage fire, and I'm just not going to get into all the specifics. You can take that as you will. <laughs> What you got first, Adrian? Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, I think sports fans had a really great year in terms of just really exciting, like, championship games. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl, you know, coming back from 24, or 24 to 3, 
the Patriots being able to pull that off. Um, you know, the Astros winning the World Series uh, in pretty in pretty great fas- fashion, things like that. So, I didn't watch a sporting event this year in terms of, like major sporting events and like disappointed with like the outcomes and stuff. So, I would say sports fans definitely had a great year, uh, except for wrestling because WWE hates their fans. Uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, even in UFC, like UFC, like last year, we had a lot of big upsets that were really exciting to watch. Um, biggest loser, I would say America, <laughs> because yes. Donald Trump, and we're not supposed to go political on this podcast, but Donald Trump sucks. And as someone who works in education, his stuff is terrible, and I hate him. So definitely the worst there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So as far as mine, a winner I was going to go with probably, like you said, probably sports fans per se, because definitely had a lot of, there was a lot of, I guess depending on who you are a fan of, because there was a lot of like either <laughs> yeah. dominant performances or blown stuff, and it was definitely very interesting. Um, as far as losers, I will, as much as I want to say like pretty much America and pretty much all that stuff too, which is obviously true, I'm going to go with, I feel like, maybe not necessarily true, but I feel like the people... I feel like some streamers of Twitch have been essentially losers yeah. because Twitch has grown so b- big, then become so saturated that one, pretty much everybody has a channel, so it causes basically this, you know, people don't have as much. So like, why sub to a big person when I can sub to myself per se? And viewership just keeps getting spreading with bigger and bigger it gets. That eventually, eventually, it's cannibalizing itself. It's still yeah, very enjoyable, would, big, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would throw YouTube. Uh, YouTube content creators in there as well. Like, if you're not a huge YouTube content creator and you do something messed up, you are screwed and you're getting suspended. But if you're a big YouTuber and you do some fucked up shit, no one cares. So, yeah. Also, and then you get demonetized and stuff. So, I, I would definitely, I can definitely see uh, content creators are yeah. were kind of screwed up, yeah. kind of screwed in 2017. Yeah. And, and they're with net neutrality. Yeah, I was like, and throwing net neutrality, yeah. which I wasn't going to, but yes. But I think content creators yeah. and Twitch per se have been. You can definitely sell that Amazon has bought Twitch after the for the first year. Yeah. So moving on to the new year that we are now in, and all that has now been left behind, and we'll never speak of it ever again. What are the two most things you were hyped about in 2018, pop culture wise? Pop culture wise? Yes. Uh. Oh fuck, Marvel! The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Holy crap, man! I am hyped as hell for Black Panther. I am super hyped for Infinity War. Not as much as Black Panther yet, although that one trailer, like, I went on, like, a giant tweet storm. But, like, we're getting Black Panther, Infinity War, and I get to see Evangeline Lilly in her damn wasp costume after she kicked Scott Lang's ass in Ant-Man. Like, I I am, my body is ready for all of what Marvel has for me, cinematic-wise, because their publishing arm is now turning into a dumpster fire. So, I'm excited for Marvel movies because I still want to love Marvel. <laughs> so, are you just naming the three movies as your two things? Huh? They're, we're supposed to give two things? That's fine. Okay, moving on. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> no, like those, you those took that th- question totally right out of the third ground, but that's fine. Let's keep going. You got the two. You got MCU and all the movies. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes, you've been fired. Adrian, what do you got for us? Uh, for me, I think I'm most hyped... And I, I say this, <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> so for me, pop, and I put this in pop culture wise because we're my wife and I are planning to go to Japan this year in 2018, and mostly it's because of pop culture. Like we love anime, we love uh, 
video games and where else could you go to see like all that stuff in one place but japan going from an uncultured swine to a cultured swine yeah basically yeah yes (laughs) yeah yeah uh so we're super we're super hype about that and we want to go to a big convention this year where stefani does like you know a legit cosplay like we're still going to smaller conventions this year like we're going to albuquerque comic-con here in a couple weeks and we'll we'll do el paso comic-con again but we want to go to like you know a big pax or you know blizzcon or something this year so she could kind of show off her cosplay skills like at a in a a bigger bigger audience yeah i want our goal to be to go to twitchcon or pax prime like i want to make it to one of those well, all I know is PAX Prime, you have exactly, like, 10 minutes to buy tickets. That's how it was with, that, with San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as me, I want to say, as far as movie-wise and whatnot, I'm more excited for Black Panther right now than I am Infinity War. And I'm also kind of excited, besides, obviously, a convention thing, I'm excited for the Tomb Raider movie coming. Yeah! Mm. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. And so, moving on to that... Which Adrian kind of touched on, which you've been on. What was one thing that you're looking forward to happen in 2018, non-pop uh, <laughs> culture-wise? Yeah, I'm looking forward to starting a new job at a huge company. And uh, I'm nervous and excited. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's my big thing. I'm about to start a very big adventure. Uh, I would say that I'm excited that by like June july area uh, i'll be relocating and we'll be having like our first house and all that stuff but all that stuff stresses me out so <laughs> <laughs> i'm not looking forward to it yet and i don't know if this fits pop culture wise but i'm looking forward to the vikings having a very very good shot at going super bowl this year uh yeah so i'm just super trip might not happen it, it might not it, it, it depends <laughs> it depends on if they go yeah, so, i don't know so yeah that was gonna be my thing if like i am actually rooting for the vikings now only because i want to see if adrian will pull all, steal all this japan money from his wife and go to the super bowl instead. Hey, she, and, she said and i could go living with us <laughs> she said i could go she, she's put on a big front on twitter but she said i could go she said she said go for it well, see, she understands that this is this is not gonna happen every year yeah, Vikings once a lifetime in Minnesota. Like, how often do people get to play in their own stadium for the Super Bowl? Never. Either way, we're doing some great stuff this year. I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to hopefully getting back to traveling and going to other yeah. stuff out. Because I think this, besides work related, I don't think I went out of the state this year or this past year. Yeah. So we've gotten it down where we were taking at least one big trip. Yeah. So, what is one episode topic you want to make sure that we do, or genre that we do in 2018 on this podcast? To close this out for fun facts. I got two. Barbie. Gross. And Law and Order SVU. And Barbie because <laughs> I watched The Toys That Made Us um, yeah. on on Netflix, which is a really great documentary about toys and collectors. So I really want to do a Barbie episode. It's all right. It's all right, Matt. We'll, we'll bring Stefani back on for, uh, for Barbie. Because <laughs> she was super into that episode, too. Like, she enjoyed that, that Barbie episode more than the Star Wars one or any of the other ones. Because she's like, oh, I had that Barbie. Oh, I had that Barbie. I was yelling oh. that, and I'm pretty sure Matt heard me. <laughs> I just, toy collecting thing just kind of bugs me. I collect things, but I, I just find buying toys to collect is the most You just bought thing. me a Geek Fuel subscription where they literally send me collectibles. You have got t-shirts in there. And collectibles. The t-shirt is the main thing. Uh, for me, I would like to do something on D&D this year. Since we're going to start our, our 
podcast campaign here pretty soon. So I would like to do that, especially since, um, you know, Geek and Century about to start their new campaign too. I think it follows up really good to see how important it is when they're able to have that many fans be excited for them playing a board game. Do you want to tell anybody about the upcoming podcast campaign that you, Kate, and whoever else is putting on? Uh, well, we don't know a whole lot. We don't know a whole a whole lot yet. Um, We're, we only know our backstories. Aces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, our um, Asa, one editor. of yeah, former. I didn't know how fuck to say it. Uh, <laughs> our former editor Asa, um, our foreign friend, is going to be dungeon mashing for us. Um, I think it has right now. I think it's me, Kate, Stefani. I have a couple friends who are interested. So. We'll probably try to be streaming those on Twitch, hopefully, if yep. we can get the setup down correctly and everything like that. Uh, yeah, we're excited. Awesome. We'll not be participating in those at this moment. We'll see how long this <laughs> oh, takes. Oh, I will tell you this. I am a half-orc barbarian whose character backstory is um, highly based on Poe and Holdo's interaction and how Poe is right. So You're such a sexist. I know. <laughs> Um, I'm looking forward to seeing talking about. I hope we finally do an Elder Scrolls episode. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to do an Elder Scrolls episode. One either about the entire series in the game per se, in way Bethesda does it, which by the way was predates uh, Bioware. Elder Scrolls, I want to do uh, just in general for the games and whatnot for all five, and maybe they'll stop releasing Skyrim on 35 different platforms and just make a new one. And possibly maybe even the Fallout series, which they've taken over, which is actually really well done. And I wouldn't mind seeing more uh, science-related things. But that's Definitely just down with more science stuff. I don't know how to interrelate that with pop culture. Well, se. science is pretty much pop culture. I want to do a science and Star Trek episode, actually. Like, just looking at the people who, like, how Star Trek matters to science. And do a breakdown of the scientists and astronauts and stuff that were directly inspired by Star Trek. Uh, Final Fossil 2017, uh, I think we were able to do more than I thought we were as a podcast in 2017, and I'm just really, really happy with everything that we've, did, that we've done, and I love you guys, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh... For me, I think I have a pretty good year, 2017. Like, I'm I'm not one of those people who were, like, posting, you know, me at the beginning of 2017 and me at the end of 2017. Like, I had, I had a good year. Like, I'm healthy. I'm alive. I have uh, great friends. I, re- I rekindled some friendships. I maintained friendships like you guys throughout the year. Um, I have a roof over my head. Like, I, I, can't, be, I can't be upset. It was, it was a good year for me. Not I'm a good year upset. for the world. Yeah, good year for me. Good year for yeah. me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. As far as 2017, uh, we had a lot of fun on this uh, podcast. I think we're doing good. We released a lot more content than I thought. For as much as I was like when I went back and looked at a lot of this stuff, I wasn't sure how much content we actually produced. Because I was like, oh, sometimes we could add more. But, you know, I felt like we released quite a bit. Like I said, we got about 80 different pieces of content out, which I thought was great. We got charities involved. We met a bunch of people whether it be charity-based or streamer-based or creative content people or other podcasters. And excited for 2018 to see what we're going to do. Um, do you want to talk about anything for 2018, moving into 2018 we're trying to do? Yeah. Or do you want to so, do that later? Well, I mean, so for the start of 2018, um, the first 
convention. Um, Adrian's gonna be going to Albuquerque Comic Con for like for a day. Um, Matt and I have three day passes for uh, Pack South, so we will be at Pack South in San Antonio, uh, January twelfth through fourteenth. Uh, so come find us, come hang out with us. Um, and so far as a uh, podcast and stuff, we'll be doing. Um, my goal is to get more interactive with the community that listens to us. So if you're listening right now um, and you've been interactive with us on Twitter or Facebook um, or even just sending us an email or commenting on our site, uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your feedback. We want to hear your fan but why those. Um, go listen to episodes. Tell us why they matter to you so we can put them up. We, just, we, we want to get a community built around this podcast um, and really start this conversation off because pop culture is important. Um, and I really want to make sure in 2018 we do that. Um, no, uh, I'm just really excited to do D and D. I I know everything else will kind of like take care of itself, so I'm just rolling with the punches as always. Cool. Um, as far as podcast exactly business, um, we've redone the website, so go check that out. We will be redoing the YouTuber, YouTube thingy, my bobber. YouTube. YouTube. Just YouTube. I can't take YouTube serious anymore. <laughs> um, we'll be redoing the YouTube here soon as well to make it more organized and hopefully adding new stuff to that. Um, we are trying, I'm in the process of adding new blog for more content, so you look forward to that. We've also added a Patreon tier for watching a movie for months, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. Also, I just want to give a quick shout out to our 2017 Patreon, Patreon patrons, like in all honesty. You all are amazing people who really make us feel like we add value to somebody's life. Um, so thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Nico. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Shannon. Um, thank you, Sylvia. Yeah, thank you, Sylvia. Thank you, Mom. Sylvia, not your mom. Okay. And thank you, Sylvia. Um, <laughs> th- thank all of you for helping us keep this dream alive uh we've been able to use uh the patreon funds at at this moment to run some of our marketing to get um to get the word out about us and get more people looking for us um and we'll start improving the quality of our podcast as this goes up um so yeah make us watch a movie we'll make an entire episode just for you um that's our new tier yes uh so some quick fun facts before we wrap up uh for 2017 the first solar solar eclipse for the U.S. happened on August 21st of 2017. It was awesome. I don't know if any of you watched it or I saw was it. On top, I was on the 15th floor of my office building watching it. You definitely yep, need I saw it. it. I definitely needed certain glasses, unless you're blind now. Then we know why. Uh, the world, as Thank Adrian, you go see your science teacher. Yes. Uh, as Adrian pointed out, the sports fans, uh, the Houston Astros won their first ever World Series. They beat the Dodgers. The Golden State Warriors set the NBA's playoff record by going 16-1 and to win the NBA title, beating the who, Adrian? Uh, the Cleveland LeBron Jameses. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, to try to stay on a good note, unfortunately, a lot of people died. I'm not going to start listing, but we did lose a lot of people in pop culture this year. Yeah. Side note, not enough baby boomers. But scientists apparently would also read this. Science apparently discovered it is mathematically possible to build an actual time machine. But apparently we don't have the materials that can physically bend the fabric of space-time. I found was fascinating. Yes. And awesome. Um, alternative fact and fake news became a huge thing, apparently. Did not know this. I think it's all fake, fake news. news. <laughs> um, the Flat 
Earth people held a convention for the first time in the U.S. You could have gone to North Carolina for $249 a person to learn them tell you that the Earth is apparently flat. Wow. I did not know that was a thing. And it's depressing. Very depressing. But we have to do the good with the bad, unfortunately. Uh, the top three grossing domestic movies were Star Wars, The Beauty and the Be- Beat, and Wonder Woman. Which I would like to note that Disney owns two of those properties and uh, Disney. <laughs> Which I also find it interesting when you go to international, because of fun facts about these movies, per se, is when you go to worldwide mo- uh, money that they made, Wonder Woman drops from third to ninth which I find is interesting. And they're actually one of the few movies out of all of these that actually made more domestic than they did worldwide or foreign. Yeah, which is really interesting. Very interesting. Which also, too, Star Star Wars makes the top three domestically with not even a full month in theaters. Just pointing that out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Star Wars is going to smash the hell out so, of these. So it's interesting for worldwide versus domestic since we sometime in America forget that there's the rest of the world. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, which only made 172 in the U.S., apparently made 622 million worldwide. Like for foreign, so for a total of almost 800 million, they're right below Wonder Woman, that ninth top grossing movie of the year. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That was the biggest like that. discrepancy gap. Well, not necessarily the biggest one, but the most shocking to me. Um, Despicable Me apparently made over a billion. Despicable Me three. It only made 264 in the U.S., but apparently 768 worldwide, or total. Or, I mean, excuse me, foreign, for over a billion worldwide. Um, Adrian's favorite franchise ever, The Fate and the Furious, which only made a measly $225 million in the U.S., apparently grossed over a billion dollars foreign. Yeah. And yeah. they are the <laughs> second, <laughs> second highest grossing movie of the year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so you shut your mouth. <laughs> A billion dollars. (laughs) Um, Some other movies that did really well. Basically, all the uh, Marvel movies leap past, um, except Logan, leap past Wonder Woman in the top crew. I believe that. Well, Logan's technically not Marvel. Well, yeah, I guess Marvel-based characters, but the MCU, all the Spider-Man, Thor, and uh, Spider-Man, Thor. And Guardians. Guardians all leap past Wonder Woman when we add in foreign money. So, those are some movie thing breakdown for tons of movies. We spent a lot of mo- money at the movies. Apparently, the out of the last top 35 grossing movies for the last few years, they've all been either sequels or comic book characters or something of that sort. And Disney now owns the rights to two, of the, two out of the three companies that make them. Yep. Eat your heart out. <laughs> Don't Taking tell me this world. is a good thing. I will argue. I will die, as you people like to say, on your hill. I, I think you can you can be a complex person and say this is a great thing for people who love Marvel, but is a bad thing for competition. That is, a, you can say that. I think that's very true because I'm excited. Yeah, and I think that's about all I had. There were also a lot more fun facts, but we're already going really long. So yes. wrap it up. Um, one, I want to say thank you guys for adding me to this podcast as I was not originally host, but if not, I also want to say I met a lot of cool people, but I also realized over the year of basically why people hate nerds, because at first we always thought it was the jocks and people that picked on nerds and people and you were 
shamed upon for liking comic book people, but I found out that more or less it's the comic book and actual people that probably hate you more than the actual jocks these days. There's a lot of dicks. I will say this. Twitter has kind of exposed me to the fact that I am more likely to get yelled at by somebody who loves the things that I love than I am somebody who doesn't love the things that I love. And it's kind of sad. Yes. Um, it's kind of hard to say positive sometimes. I love fandoms and fandoms are important, but I think social media versus other things is just different. Like it's not the same feeling at a convention because you go to a convention and you feel the love and you know the heart behind it and a lot of social media is just yelling. I contributed to it too, so I, I can't. I can't say anything, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to stick to having conversations in person from now on. So. <laughs> 2018 goal, I want to get as big on Twitter to where people make fake accounts and hate on me. But, wrap us up. As always, you can find me at OhMyMythRandier on Instagram and Twitter. Adrian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z 93. Matt? And you can find me on the Twitter at datm18, D-A-T-T-M-1-8, 2018, Adrian and I exist. <laughs> and bye. <laughs>